Welcome to Model Secrets. I'm Kim Alley, former model agent and now independent scout with over 30 years of experience in the business. I'm Katya. I have been modeling on the East Coast for several years and build a great community on social media. In our podcast, you will get an insider's look into the modeling world shared by models, photographers, agents, scouts, and other industry professionals. We hope you will have fun learning about the modeling industry with us. Hi, welcome to Model Secrets. We're so glad that you're here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be on your podcast. Oh, thanks. Hi, yeah, so nice to meet you. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were, we were wondering, where are you from? Um, so I'm originally from the Netherlands. I was born there and oh. lived there till I was 12. And then my family emigrated to Australia. So I lived in Australia for about 12 years as well. And now I'm based in London. <laughs> so what made you oh, wow. decide to move? That is awesome. Uh, well, I was only 12. So it was oh, my was parents, parents' decision at the time when we moved from Holland to Australia. But yeah, it was just like the lifestyle and the climate that they um fancied so yeah that's why we headed over to Australia and then when I came to London that was for modeling oh okay because you do have a mix of the Australian and the London accent oh you think yeah yes, that's yeah yeah because I've been I've lived in both places that's why I can tell oh, happy. oh that's cool yeah and she's in, also from Holland so and then she's from Holland like, yeah um, where in Holland are you from um from Zeeland it's quite close to the Belgian border so fairly okay. far like south in the Netherlands yes yeah I've been in Holland too in Amsterdam and Dusseldorf oh okay oh yeah that's Germany right <laughs> yeah that's Germany yeah, oh, yeah. Germany yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool. so you've been all over the place as well <laughs> mm -hmm. never I mean I didn't live for that long but that's amazing and did you like Australia yeah I love it there um yeah. the area we moved to is like on the beach so my um all my high school years were spent like riding my bike along a beach path to school and going to the beach with friends after school and yeah it is a very nice lifestyle you must miss it do you yeah I do miss it especially when it's winter here in England <laughs> yeah. and summer over there but the seasons are changing now so <laughs> yeah so um so when did you get started in modeling um, so my first sort of experience with modeling was when I was 17, which is almost 10 years ago now. Um, mm. I entered a model competition in Western Australia that was put on by a, um, like a teenage girls magazine called Dolly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I entered that. I got into the finals of that. Um, and we did some photo shoots and things as part of the competition. Um, I didn't win the competition, but I did get in touch with an agency through that um, because I was in the finals. But then at the time, I was still living in the small town where my family is. And um, I also was already enrolled to start studying at uni. So I decided that that is kind of what I wanted to pursue at that time. So mm -hmm. for the next three years, I just focused solely on studying. And then um, when I graduated from my degree, I didn't really know what I wanted to do next. So I took a gap year. And um, I was 21 at that point and modeling had still been in the back of my mind kind of throughout. And um, yeah, that's when I was like, okay, if I want to give this a go, you know, I've got to do it now. So basically I just sent an email to the agency that I'd been in touch with through the competition uh -huh. with some pictures of myself. And um, 
they um, invited me in for a meeting and then I signed with them. So they're my mother agency now. And yeah, it kind of all went from there. That's wonderful. And what agency is that? It's called Chadwick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome in London. And have you been to the States at all yet? No, I haven't actually. Oh. I've never traveled to the States. No, oh. it's definitely on the bucket list. Though. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. you should be with an agency here in the States too. Yeah. So now you've got friends. <laughs> yeah, now you have friends. And, yeah. and that's what I do. Yeah, you know, great. here I place the um, girls and guys with agencies in New York and Los Angeles. Oh, cool. I so if you, I'm <laughs> sure your agency knows all the agencies, but if they don't, they can contact me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how did you get into nutrition? Um, so there's kind of a few things that led up to me studying nutrition. Um, I've always been a real foodie, like ever since I was a really little, I'd love food. I love cooking and baking. Um, and then when I was in my teens, I became a bit more interested in like the health aspect of it as well. Mm. Um, and also at school, I quite enjoyed like human biology and the other science subjects. So I kind of always knew that I wanted to do something in the health science sphere. Um, and then kind of, I think the biggest sort of driving factor that led me to go and study nutrition was that I struggled with like my body image and with my relationship with food when I was in my late teens um so kind of around the time I think I was about 16 when I first sort of started struggling with that Mm -hmm. um and that yeah I just became really like as a result of going through that myself I became really interested in learning like how I could actually nourish my body really well in a way that also supported my mental health Um, and it also just made me really passionate about wanting to learn how I could help other people who go through similar struggles. That's awesome. Because I feel like, yeah, right. A lot of models go through that. And and I like that you meant you didn't tie it to modeling because I feel like not just models, but the teenagers, um, in general Mm -hmm. go through that stage because, uh, you know, you see, so many people on social media having beautiful bodies and you start comparing yourself to those people. And yeah. it's so important to, you know, realize that first of all, uh, I mean, I got to say it because we just talked about it um, with Andrea <laughs> because a lot of people Photoshop themselves yeah. and you can now Photoshop mm-hmm. videos. So yeah. you can like people it. actually do that. They make their waist like much smaller and it creates unrealistic uh, body. Yeah. And then people yeah. compare themselves to it. And, you know, the proper education is just so important. And I really admire and I love what you're doing yes. on your TikTok and Instagram Thank as well. <laughs> yeah, it's really amazing. Um, I, I find it so important. You know, I, I know for me and having to. So when I find a girl, sometimes, you know, if their their measurements are not what the agencies want, has nothing to do with me and their 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 measurements are like their hips are maybe 37 and they need to be 35. It's very difficult to, you know, not only ask them, so what are you eating? What's your nutrition? What's your, you know, um, your exercise? So you have to kind of, you know, um, tell a new model sort of how to, you know, or try to help them to find the best possible route to go down. And it's not always easy. So it's nice to have someone, especially on social media, that is able to say, hey, you know, this is a better way to go nutrition wise. It's not like you have to be, you know, this this way or that way. But for designers, let's just say for the designers, they ask for the certain sizes. 
nothing we can do about that yet. Yeah. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's getting better and better. Right. But they're still asking for the same measurements, you know? Um, So, so when you got into started, you started to get into nutrition and, and so how did it change for you? And then how do you think that it's changing for models? Um, I think, yeah, so for me, like I didn't enter the modeling industry until I was a bit older and I already had my nutrition degree and Mm -hmm. I'd already worked through those, um, like personal struggles that I had with body image and, um, disordered eating and everything. So I was completely like healed from that. I was, I felt really strong Um, and going through that journey actually put me, um, in quite a good position when I started modeling, I think, because, um, I, I knew that I really didn't want to go down that road again. So I kind of, for myself, I put boundaries in place. I always prioritize my health um, over my weight. And I also really like said to myself that I would never take any action that wouldn't benefit my long-term health just to like try and change my measurements. And I think that is why I've been able to now work as a model for five years without having those, like going through those struggles again. And yeah, I think it is definitely knowledge is just the most important thing. Like I think education is so important, especially because a lot of models start when they're a lot younger than I was and their sort of knowledge of healthy eating and of nutrition is probably next to nothing at that point. And then if you don't really know anything about how to sort of manage your measurements the healthy way, you're just going to kind of copy maybe like what you see other people doing or just Google what's the best, like the quickest way to lose weight and things like that. And often that can lead to, you know, like negative behaviors, um, which will affect your relationship with food, your relationship with your body. Unfortunately, it can lead to eating disorders. um, Mm -hmm. And then like once you kind of go through that, you have quite a long way back as well. Um, so yeah, I think it's so important for models to have education and to, um, get help when it comes to nutrition. Um, and I just think it's really great how more people are sharing information now, whether Mm -hmm. it's about nutrition or just any area of, um, the model industry and just, yeah, just empowering young models who are coming through as they need to get the best out of the industry. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot in model secrets is, you know, the positive aspects of like, how, how can you, instead of like trying to lose the weight or whatever, how can you eat better, eat healthy? Mm-hmm. You know, Katya, I know is really into that too. So yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, so, I don't have a degree, but I always yeah. um, kind of studying on my own. And now like, I mean, we have all the information in the world. You just go and Google YouTube and you can find a lot of information, but in another like I feel like the downside of it that there is so much that it's also easy to get to be influenced by other people for example Mm -hmm, and I feel like I definitely gone through that when you know like let's say I tried keto or intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. not really knowing much (laughs) and not really doing much research because I've been listening to only those people Right. This mm-hmm. part of YouTube that are proponent of, um, you know, keto diet and saying that it's like the best thing ever. Um, so I actually like have a question. How would you approach mm-hmm. that? Because, you know, what's right for your body probably not going to be right for another body. And 
who would you listen to? Like, how would you navigate in that world of nutrition? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. And yeah. that is actually, that is one of the things about the um, nutrition world that is quite tricky because as you say there is so much information out there and there's so much conflicting information as well which makes it really hard for someone who just wants to eat healthy to kind of know where to start um i definitely think make sure your sources are credible it's so important to like make sure that people who you're getting advice from have studied in that field um mm -hmm. and yeah also just um for me, like I don't really, I wouldn't really prescribe one specific diet for everybody. I just don't believe that there is one diet that works for everyone because we're all so different, um, you know, like from your genetics down to your lifestyle and everything in between, we're all really different. And there is no such thing as one diet that works for everyone. But um, I really always come from the approach of just working with what you're doing and making changes like um, long-term changes, things that are realistic for you to be able to stick to in the long run. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to get a bit healthier or just change your diet and if you just go, if you find a diet plan and you, you know, like that might be really strict or it might be really different from how you would normally eat, it's going to be very hard for you to stick to that in the long term, especially if it's a diet that, might cut out whole food groups or that's really strict on mm. certain foods like tells you that you can never eat this or that like those diets just don't work like the research shows that it's very very difficult to stick to that and also once you come off a really strict diet you probably will gain the weight back if not more mm. yeah um so i would definitely recommend yeah just looking at what you're eating now and you know preferably with a professional who can really help you through that and then making like finding the few things that you think would make the biggest difference to your health right now, making those changes and sticking with them as best you can. It's all about the overall consistency that you can keep doing for a long time rather than like trying to strive for perfection or doing like a really restrictive diet that is just not going to benefit you in the long run. Right. And do you, do you feel like, um, you know, that word diet, I don't know where it comes from. Do you? I, I, for some reason, I feel like that's almost a, you know, bad word or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, diet culture. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like it because it sure. has connotations to that word. It just doesn't, I don't know, it just always feels like, oh, diet, oh, you know, because when you think about that, and say, if I if I want to, you know, get better in shape or something, I'm going to just start eating better, not like mm -hmm. necessarily diet. But, but isn't it more, is it, because I, I don't know this because I'm not a nutritionist, but isn't it a lot about proportions? I mean, do you feel like that's a big part of it? Or do you think it's more about their own people's own chemistry and what goes on with that? But what do you mean by proportions? Do you mean like oh, portions, portions, like portions? portions so yeah, okay. sorry, did I say it wrong? I probably did. <laughs> yeah, I was also confused. I'm like, proportions? <laughs> <laughs> No, I get what you mean. Don't worry. <laughs> portion, it's still, not it's still, it's still here. You're probably not caffeinated enough. I don't. I don't have enough caffeine yet, but that's okay. <laughs> I was don't trying worry. to do the right I thing. I have ginger water. I have ginger water with lemon in it. Oh. Okay, come on. I'm trying <laughs> to do the right thing. <laughs> so my brain doesn't work right. But anyway, okay. So about portions, do you feel like it's a lot about portions more than like... um? 
Because look, for me, I love pizza and pasta. I mean, that's like my favorite thing to eat. It always has been, you know, and and Mm -hmm. I I say when I was in my 20s, I never even thought about it until an agent told me, you know, you're gaining weight. (laughs) (laughs) That was the only time I ever thought about it. But, you know, I always worked out. I always, I mean, I worked out every single day and I ate what I wanted to eat until it didn't, you know, until I started to, I guess, put on weight or whatever. But um, so for me, like for me, I have the portions that are like, you know, like a, a big plate of pasta. I still do that, you know? So I, I, I think that, and then if I thought in my head, I wanted to lose something or, or get in better shape, I would just cut down my portions mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think it's, um, so like what you're describing in terms of your bowl of pasta, <laughs> I would, what I would sort of recommend in that instance is um increasing the amount of vegetables you put yes, in your yes, pasta sauce yes, for instance or having instead of just having a bowl of pasta with yeah. what I don't know what sauce you have but yeah so adding more vegetables into the sauce so that like a larger proportion of that meal becomes vegetables and yes. then like serving it with a leafy salad or some other vegetables on the side right. so because the difficulty is if you're um if you say, okay, normally I eat a bowl of pasta that's this big and now yes, I'm yes. going to cut that down, you will probably not feel satisfied because you're used to eating yeah. a certain amount. And then if all you do is just reduce that amount, you might not feel full, you might not feel satisfied, which right. then can mean that you're more, you know, you you will want to eat more before your next meal or you have a bigger next meal and then maybe it just doesn't really right. work. Whereas if you, um, yeah, think about what you can add into that meal yeah yeah. that's what I've been doing like I've been roasting vegetables like a whole bunch of vegetables like (laughs) you know and then putting that in the pasta my husband's like oh what's all these vegetables (laughs) (laughs) you can even blend them up so that you don't notice I know I saw that so I saw that you and we're getting off topic but I mean I just find it really interesting food is so interesting to me Mm -hmm. um the, the broccoli that you could take broccoli and make it like a pesto sauce. I was like, yes, yeah, that sounds totally. so yummy, right? That's mm-hmm. cool. Broccoli <laughs> great for you. So definitely recommend doing that. <laughs> yeah. Brussels sprouts is my favorite now. Oh, really? I love Brussels sprouts. Too, I love them. Oh, wow. They're really, Roasted. I like that they're, they're really filling. That's the oh, thing. Like, so good. And I don't feel guilty eating a lot of them. But No, I like, eat like really tons of them. Cool. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I eat, ton- I mean, for me, I eat tons and I'm, you know, I don't, I don't know anyway. I guess I exercise a lot. So that makes a big difference. But anyway, so, so you, and then I wanted to ask you something. So you have um, Instagram, you have two different separate Instagrams. Can mm-hmm. you explain why you have two separate ones? Yeah, the, sure. So social media. Um, my personal Instagram, which is called Lillian VDV, um, I have had that for years and years. Like that was the Instagram account that I sort of created when I first started Instagram. Yeah. And then when I um, became a model, it became more of like a way of showcasing my work and um, my like it became like a little bit of a portfolio of sorts, I guess, to show yes. like what I'd been working, doing at work recently and that sort of thing. Um, when I was thinking about like creating model nutrition and when I was sort of working towards that I decided to make it separate um I don't really I'm trying to think like at the time what my thought process was behind that I think I just really wanted to create a space that was just dedicated to that 
so that I could keep my other Instagram account more for like my modeling work and to showcase that and then to just have a separate space where I could share all of my nutrition knowledge and where I could connect with people who wanted my help and advice and other people who are also working in the sphere of helping models and nutrition and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I've, I've um, got two Instagrams to answer yeah. your question. <laughs> yeah, no, because we talk about that in Model Secrets. When we do our workshop, we talk about to having a separate one that's a personal one, maybe, or a modeling one, and then, you know, just something separate. We, we talk mm-hmm. about that, but that normally we, we say it's, it's good. Like I know the agencies that that's what they look for a lot of times to say, Hey, what's their social media and what are they really interested in? What's really that, mm-hmm. you know, makes uh, sparks them. What is it that turns them on? You know, it's like, yeah. uh, you know, for you would be nutrition. And so that would be an interesting uh, subject for you to, when you're thinking about a United States. <laughs> agency you can say that um and so what clients have you worked for and worked with um over the years lots of different ones (laughs) um so at the moment all my work is uk based because traveling is not really a thing now um but yeah Uh, do you want like specific clients yeah sure sure i I mean just anyone that you really love or you've had a, a great time with or gone somewhere interesting or I was just going to say, I can tell you my most favorite jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, go ahead. <laughs> I did a campaign for Shiseido. Oh, nice. Um, a couple of years back. So, it mm-hmm. was a, a fragrance campaign, and we shot it in Marseille, so in the south of France. Um, yeah, that's definitely a big highlight for me. It was really a great shoot, beautiful location. Um, it was just great to travel to a place that I hadn't been to before. And um, I also really like the images. And um, I actually um, was able to go to Harrods. This was before lockdown and before the stores closed. Yes, yes, yes. And um, there was a big poster, like an advertisement hanging oh, at the front oh. of the like beauty area. Yes. Um, so that was really exciting. And then another one of my highlights would be quite early on in my career, I, um, I went to the Netherlands on a holiday um but because I was going there anyway my mother agent organized an agency for me in the Netherlands as well um, so that if an opportunity came up while I was there I could do some work and um, I did a editorial for the Dutch L magazine oh, um, nice. cool. that might have been my first like print editorial so when it came out it was just so exciting and it was also really cool because all my family and friends in the Netherlands could go and buy the magazines mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say those are probably my highlights. <laughs> that's so fun. And do you do you like modeling? I mean, do you feel find it something that's fulfilling? Well, I mean, it's, a, it's you're right. You're laughing at me. God damn. <laughs> I mean, because sometimes I really liked it, and sometimes I I didn't like it. Yeah, that I mean, makes yeah, it's yeah. a good question. Actually, it's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like for me, I would say I have. Yeah, I'm really, really grateful, and I love the opportunities that I have had through being a model, um, like the fact that you can travel and you, you know, you get to work with so many really talented creatives. And obviously like when you do a cool job, seeing that um, the finished result is always really, really great. So yeah, I definitely think, and even for me, like model nutrition, my new venture has um, come out of me being a model. So it's also um, the work that I've done as a model and just being in this industry has really sparked a passion in me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I definitely um, love all of these things that modeling has provided for me in my life. 
Um, there are also things about modeling that I don't particularly like, as I think we all have certain things. Yes, For yes. me, um, one thing that I struggle with is the unpredictability. Yeah. I'm by nature a very organized and, you know, like I like to plan everything. Yeah. I've got my diary. I, I write everything in. And the fact that things changed so last minute and which was very much shown by how difficult it was for us to <laughs> find yeah. get this together. Podcast. <laughs> but yeah, that's something that I find a bit challenging. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you're a planner, it's a really tough business. If you're a planner, yeah. Yeah. I have, it was so funny because right before we got on, I have my my friend who I represent both of her daughters, and mm-hmm. um, she is a planner. And she really has a hard time. Sometimes I'm like, just chill. It'll be okay. She goes, I need to know what day and what do I need to get a hotel? It's a little bit more girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. the way it you is. get used to it, don't you? Yes. Like it's one of those things that initially is like a real like adjustment, but then after a couple of years, you just learn to go with the flow and yeah, take it easy, as you say. Isn't that the best way to be in life anyway? Take it easy and go with the flow because everything changes all the time, doesn't it? That's very true. And flexibility is definitely a good skill to learn, I think. Yes. So modeling teaches that. (laughs) Yeah. And I I don't know. It depends also on your personality because I feel like for me, it's exciting if something changes, something happening because this is life. You know, I get uh, so, I mean, not depressed, but in a way, when there is nothing going on. Yes. You <laughs> like it uh, when it's last minute. Uh, like, I, mean, I'll, I prefer if it's like a yes. week in advance. Yeah. Because I also, I mean, in a way, I like to plan it. But at the same time, I mean, last week, um, that's, yes, like that's how what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, it was like Friday night. Like, I'm enjoying my wine and I'm getting a text from my agent from New York. And I was like, I got this like feeling like going through my body. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like drop the wine what, i gotta go it. to bed yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I actually finished i didn't pour more <laughs> because <laughs> because otherwise it was fine like uh yeah. my casting was on monday but yeah. still you will get like this little stress because <laughs> then mm. you need to figure out okay like how i'm gonna get there where i'm gonna stay <laughs> yeah. um i mean so many things and um mm-hmm. and you started like um, I mean, I also get nervous, like whether there is, um, I don't know, either depending what you do, bus, train, uh, driving, what if, you know, the tickets are sold out? What if, yeah. uh, you know, something yeah. happens? Um, it's stressful, but in a good way. Like, yeah. I feel like you also like um, fun. becoming exciting. exciting yeah. yeah. And you mm-hmm. also, you, I mean, you learn a lot. You learn how to figure things out. Yeah, you definitely learn independence, that's for sure. Like you learn how to think on your feet. And um, yeah, I think, yeah, as you say, you can kind of look at these things two ways sometimes. Like you can, when you get that e- unexpected email, you can, it can either fill you with like, you know, a bit of like nervous dread or you can sort of work at turning that around into excitement because that's the other yeah. side of it, isn't it? Like the fact that it is unpredictable can actually be exciting as well because you never know what might be around the corner yeah so if you were to give some advice to um, models that wanted to eat better maybe needed to tone up and you know because you know of course our body when we're modeling is part of what we're doing um Mm -hmm. what advice would you give um I always start with saying make sure that you prioritize your long-term health 
like when it comes to making decisions around your body and around what you eat, make sure that it it's that you've got your long-term health in mind. And I say that specifically when I'm talking to models and about models, because I think um, it can be very tempting to want to try quick fixes and um, things that just won't be of benefit in the long run. Um, so yeah, I always say, make sure that you're thinking long-term avoid anything that sounds too good to be true because it is too good to be true avoid like quick fixes fad diets all of that um don't copy other people's what i eat in a day thinking that that is going to get you the same results as them these are all just like pitfalls that you know are easy easy traps to fall into um and then when you are working on improving your what you eat I'm avoiding using the word diet (laughs) Um, yeah the biggest thing is to like prioritize fruit and vegetables whole grains lean protein healthy fats um drinking lots of water like it's all the simple stuff that really makes a big difference um a, a simple tip that I think is quite good is try to include vegetables at most of most of your meals and um, make vegetables like half of your plate. So if you've got your plate of food, fill half of that with vegetables. And then the other half is like a lean protein, um, a, a source of like carb, you know, like it might be like rice or something like that. Um, but yeah, if you really make sure that you're always thinking about vegetables and getting a really good variety, um, eat the rainbow, you know, all of that, that is really important. Um, because again like I think sometimes it can be easy to just focus on your weight and not focus on actually like what does your body need your body needs energy and nutrients and both both of them are so important to be able to function well and that is also a huge part of our job as models like to to look well and to be well you need to be providing your body with the nutrients it needs um if you're not getting enough energy from what you're eating you're going to struggle to get through your days as a model because you need to be on your feet all the time you might be running around town for castings you need to bring the energy when you're on set um so to actually to be aware of that for starters and then to prioritize that is really important totally i just love that you know people nowadays are actually talking about nutrition and about about I mean not diets but how to uh, you know like if let's say if you want to look a certain way so you're doing it for you and you're doing it for your own health for your own happiness and mm-hmm. do it in sustainable way because as you said I mean uh, I mean look, like all this like diets like when they say, say like okay like you lose like 10 pounds in a week I mean that's not realistic no. that's not going to happen and by the end of the day, you're going to be the one who is going to be struggling with the body image and, um, you know, your mental health. And for models, it's so important to have those resources because we're really uh, grateful that we found you. We also always uh, refer models to John uh, Benton. He's very known um, fitness instructor, uh, fitness trainer in the U.S. that has a specific technique for models uh, how they need to exercise to bring the measurements down in a healthy and sustainable way. And it's mind-blowing because the girls travel to him uh, from different countries 
and they exercise like even like for two weeks or uh, you know they stay for two weeks and then they continue and they're not restricting the, themselves uh, a lot of them actually start eating more and nor nourish their bodies and they lose the inches uh, like this it's amazing because there are resources and there are things you can do as a model um, you know to feel good and to be healthy and happy hmm. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like your happiness is what is important, like your health and your happiness, you know, that is what what is important. And that's why I think it's really, really important to not get caught up in things, but to just always have that focus, like to make sure that everything you do aligns with that focus. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I'm sorry about my dog. Can you hear her? She's so loud. She's such she a wants, big girl. She wants some attention. <laughs> she does. She wants some attention. Yeah. So if you had any advice to give to new girls starting out, what would that be? Um, I would say definitely connect with other models. Like that is so important. Um, I think... Yeah, like make sure that you take the opportunities, whether you're at castings, at your agency, connect with other models, getting advice from people who've been in the industry for a while is great. Like you can learn so much from other people's experiences. Um, also have a really good self-care routine, like know how to look after your own well-being, um, have strategies in place that help you sort of cope with the more challenging parts of the industry, like the rejection, for example, you know, that's just a part of our job. And um, learning how to care for yourself and how to um, sort of bring yourself in a good into a good mind space is really important. Um, and also, I think like if you can, getting help from a nutritionist and yeah, getting a personal trainer is really great. Like I know that sometimes um, you know, like might not always be feasible, but if you are able to. Um, get that help get that individualized help and if not then make the absolute most of all the free resources that are available to you Um, you know like that's why I'm doing what I'm doing it's why you guys are doing what you're doing there are so many resources available now for new models and yeah like I absolutely would say read as much about the industry as you can learn as much as you can because that really sets you up to be able to get the most out of it. And we want all of our models to be healthy and safe, you know, and happy, healthy and happy. (laughs) Agree. I mean, prioritizing, again, prioritizing your health first. I mean, that's so important because, I mean, we hear those stories of girls like, you know, restricting themselves and by the end of the day, they quit modeling, they're not happy. And then they, you know, they have health problems in the future. And, you know, I get it as, you know, when you start very young and you're a teenager, a lot of girls do not understand that. And they also do what others are doing, you know, it's, uh, but I, I totally love what you said about connecting with other models, but also you still have to make your own choices and do what's right for your body, what's right for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like having a support system can really help as well. Like having people inside of the industry who, who you know are in your corner, who you can go to with questions as well as having people in your personal life who can give you an outsider's perspective, I suppose, on things as well. Oh, yeah. That's, um, yeah, so important, especially when you're really young and just newly entering the industry. Yeah, and that was awesome. amazing. And Thank you so where much. Where people can find you. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> 
Um, so my handle is the same on both. It's at model nutrition underscore INTL. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I hang out the most. So that is the best place to um, hit me up. <laughs> And I love getting messages from people. So don't hesitate to send me a DM. I try to reply to all of them in a timely fashion. And I'd love to hear from anyone. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. We're very grateful. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. For more episodes, as well as our online modeling workshop, visit modelsecrets.online. See you next week.